This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Vancouver Consumer this soggy Saturday in Vancouver. I'm Sterling Fox. In just a few moments, Graham Ugay, general manager and owner of My House Design Build, will join us with a whole lot of good information about renovations and additions to your home. And he'll take your calls, too. In our next hour, Drs. Ron Zokel and Faraj Eder will bring us up to speed on the very latest from the world of dentistry. But first, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. New employment numbers this week were good for Canada and especially BC with our province still showing the lowest unemployment rate in the country down a percentage point from last month to 4.1%. Nationally we dropped a percentage point as well with the national rate now at 5.8%. Here in Metro Vancouver we actually dropped two percentage points down to 4.3. Victoria is now tied with Quebec City for second place for cities at 3.9% with Guelph, Ontario, topping the list at 3.3% unemployment. Important to note is the participation rate, or number of people actually looking for work, was down last month, which is also pretty typical in September as students leave the workforce and go back to school. Our provincial unemployment rate of 5.8% is much lower than Alberta's. They posted a 7.3%. The province with the highest rate of unemployment is Newfoundland and Labrador at 12.7%. Now, Analysts warn not to become too complacent about these lower unemployment numbers. As they say, many Canadians have simply stopped engaging with the labor market, and that's not necessarily a good sign. The other factor for concern, sluggish wage growth at a time of interest rate increases. A consumer group in Germany has filed a lawsuit against Volkswagen seeking compensation for car owners affected by VW's diesel emissions scandal of 2015. Class action lawsuit rules changed in Germany this week, and that's why this consumer group has decided to act, claiming Volkswagen cheated and owes many of its customers compensation, and they want to prove that in court. The courts now have to approve the suit before people can join in, and we'll keep Keep you posted on that one. And while we're talking lawsuits, courts in Ontario, Quebec, and here in B.C. have approved class action lawsuits totaling nearly 50 million bucks to Canadians who bought a cathode ray TV or computer monitor between 1995 and 2007. The reason? Well, you paid too much and you're owed some money back. This action actually began in 2008 and the lawyers involved say the average payout is likely to be only 20 bucks or so depending on exactly what you bought. The window is from March 95 to November, rather, 2007. And, and here's the kicker, if you have a receipt for a cathode ray TV or computer monitor you bought during that long time frame, then you will be compensated for having paid too much in the first place. Good luck on finding a receipt from 1995, I say. Some big-name manufacturers involved here, too, including Samsung, Panasonic, Hitachi, and several others, none of whom have admitted any responsibility, but all of whom have agreed to pay out millions in settlements. Deadline for online falling to claim that loot is next March 1st. 
in an effort to reduce or even take away some of those lines of overnight parent campers outside schools trying to have their kids enrolled. Yes, this is a scene we see in early September frequently around Metro Vancouver. This year, the Vancouver School District has introduced a new online registration service effective just a couple of days ago, November 1st, to complement the in-person stuff of previous years. Now, parents can take 15 to 20 minutes, just fill out a form online, and supply all the information about your student. They will receive a confirmation email, including which catchment school the kid will be going to, and then mom or dad can make an in-person follow-up appointment. Now, it's not going to be perfect, but it will help with the backlog, and it may just eliminate those sidewalk campouts in September. And finally, it's time to fall back. Yes, tonight is the night to turn your clocks back one hour as we return to standard time officially at 2 a.m. Sunday morning. Now, you may recall on this program last year, we reported BC's then-new Premier John Horgan was all over the idea of doing away with the time change, especially after the Union of BC Municipalities passed a resolution asking for the time change to disappear. Well, A couple of days ago, Mr. Horgan said he's changed his mind. Even though thousands of us have asked him to go ahead and ditch the time change, the problem business. Business isn't interested in being out of sync and has voiced its displeasure. Even the neighbors in Washington state have urged us to say no. So, no it is. Oh, and firefighters everywhere remind us all the time change is a great time to replace your smoke and carbon monoxide detector batteries too. Great advice. Those are some of the week's top consumer stories we're following. We'll look at some more later in this hour and next as well. Coming right up on Vancouver Consumer, you'll meet Graham Hugay, general manager and owner of My House Design Build, who's here to talk about renovations. Got a project in mind for the winter months ahead. Graham will take your calls and offer advice on creating great living spaces, something Graham and his team have been doing for over 20 years. Stay with us. Come on right up. This is Vancouver Consumer, and you are with CKNW. Welcome back to the program. Sterling Fox with you on a soggy Saturday afternoon with a rainfall warning in effect. Didn't we just have one of those, Graham? Well, we got another one, another one today. Graham Hugay is with us. Mr. Hugay is the, well, the owner and general manager of My House Design Build. And uh, Graham, welcome to Vancouver Consumers. Nice to have you with us today. Great to be here, Sterling. Thank you so much. Uh, Can we get Graham's mic turned on a little bit there, uh, Andrew, please? Thank you. I just, uh, I can't reach that far. Thank Sterling, you. it's a great day. It's good to have you with us. Um, we, uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to open up the phone lines almost immediately here because we're talking renovations for the next uh, portion of this hour. And this is a huge thing right now. Uh, the landscape is, is shifting. The goalposts have been moved. The housing market is, is dramatically different. We have a fellow from 1% Realty who keeps us uh, posted every couple of weeks on, on the changing landscape. And there's a lot to keep up with. And a lot of people in, in view of these changes, Graham, are saying, you know what, let's just hang out here and and spiff the place up a little bit rather than go through all that other stuff, especially with prices kind of floating a little bit and correcting and so on. Are you noticing that? Absolutely. In fact, we get calls every day from people who are looking to, how can I make changes to my home that will benefit not only ourselves, but maybe their children moving back in with them, or perhaps the parents are moving in with the children. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, in Vancouver, we've got lots of opportunities like uh, people are looking for adding another suite to their home or maybe a laneway home. 
creating revenue or perhaps a secondary place for family to live. So there's lots of opportunities and people are looking to take their own existing home and how can I make that better? Not just beautify it, right. but to really change the functionality of the home, which is really the biggest thing. So a, a lot of the renovations in the past have been essentially cosmetic. You use the word beautify. Let's, let's take that wall out and open it up and have a nice big flowing area. But it really didn't change much of the, about the way you lived in the house. And now renovations are more uh, substantial in terms of reasons why. People are doing it for different reasons these days. Absolutely, including energy efficiency. Yeah, yeah. People are looking to have a home that uh, is more comfortable, air quality, water quality, um, and comfort is huge. And then energy efficiency, I mean, we live in an economy where people are definitely watching where those dollars go. And so they can go out the windows and out through your attic very quickly if you don't have a well-insulated and a well-maintained uh, home. So we help diagnose where an existing home is at and uh, what are the things that you can do while you're considering the renovations that might beautify your house. You're also thinking of the th- things that can do to benefit you financially as well. Of course, and energy efficiency, there are a lot of beautiful old homes. I live in New Westminster, for example, and there are just tons of gorgeous old homes built in the 30s and 40s, and they're just outstanding. But you can just see almost the air blowing right through them, Graham. I mean, in in those older homes particularly, renovating for energy efficiency is just downright practical, isn't it? On almost every home, including homes we've renovated that are only 10 years old, because there's a lot of spec homes that have been built, and they were built to minimum code standards, and that's what the building code offers is a minimum building code. Well, BC now has introduced a step code where they actually, you can plot out what the building code will be all the way to 2032. And so there are many quality builders out there who are building to the higher standards than the traditional just at building code today, and we're one of them. Okay, tell us a little bit about we. Tell us a little bit about My House Design Build. How long have you been around? Well, 20 years, and as a team, we all in, we are all encompassing of what our services are to a homeowner. So we start off first in our team where we diagnose the existing conditions of a house. Uh, what is the existing mechanical of the home, the insulated values? We do an energy audit on, the, on most of our projects. Okay. Um, determine exactly what they have to work with, if you will, the bones of the house, if they're considering doing doing an addition or they're wanting to pursue the ideas of adding on to their property, then we diagnose what they're able to do. So that's the first part. We do a feasibility study for them that helps them determine, you know, what are the, what's the scope of work that we could do to accomplish our goals, help them diagnose the difference between their have-tos and their wish list. Sure. Their budget, which is really huge in the beginning when you're planning, you've got to know, well, what is this going to potentially cost? Is it worthwhile putting this investment into my home? And then coming up with some preliminary plan that they can analyze and look at and and see if it meets their needs. And so we have a complete design staff as well, architectural staff, design, interior, exterior, landscape, uh, and mechanical to be able to put all of that together and then cost that out appropriately, and then a construction team to build it. Okay. Uh, it, it, does it happen where, in your case with My House Design Build, people retain your company to come in and do the work for them? Do though some people initially start out going, well, you know, I'm going to do most of this myself, but I really need a pro up front to give me a strong sense of how to do it right, the order in which things need to be done, and then all of a sudden, as they get deeper and deeper into the project, realize, maybe I'm not the right guy to be doing this 
after all. Well, usually that's when one of the partners in the house, sometimes it might be someone's wife, mm-hmm. actually picks up the phone and calls us and says, my husband's been working on this project for the last six months right. and hasn't gotten anywhere. Could you please help? But uh, we often will get a call where people have tried things on their own. I'm working on a project right now where a homeowner renovated their entire basement and they did so without a building permit and then they basically got a stop work order on in the middle of the project. So they've contacted us. They reached out to the Greater Vancouver Home Builders Association, first of all, mm-hmm. who referred to us. And then we went in and helped them diagnose what they needed to do and a plan of action. And then now we're helping them work with the city to get things remedied and finished. That's not what we want to do, but right. we were there to help them get that part finished. You have a terrific website, by the way. Hats off to your webmaster. He does a great job at myhousedesignbuild.com. Wonderful image of the work that you've done around Metro Vancouver, Graham, you and your team, and lots of pictures of you and your team, uh, many of them holding trophies and awards. Tell us about the, it says right here, award-winning 20 to 14 to 18 Residential Renovator of the Year. Tell us about all this. Well, we've been very blessed when it comes to recognition by our peers uh, within this industry. Um, You know, some of the awards that we've won, uh, I'm most proud of are things like Best Renovation on a Budget. That was actually a local newspaper award that we won. But we've also won many awards uh, from the BC Georgie Awards, which a lot of people are familiar with that look. It's a gold mm-hmm. statue, sort of looks like well, a, kind of an Oscar, an thing. Oscar yeah, award. You're right. yeah. <laughs> people often come into our offices or maybe see us down at the home show and they pick them up and they take pictures as if they're an Oscar. But, you know, that award uh, process has been going on now for about 30 years, the Georgie Awards in BC. Mm -hmm. We won our first Georgie Award 20 years ago, and um, we've uh, not only won awards for best kitchen or best renovated uh, space or best new home, uh, but we've also been, as you mentioned, for the last four years, renovator of the year for all of BC. And we're very proud of that. But it takes a team of people who are really passionate about what they do. They're dedicated to what they do. And great clients. I mean, uh, the the clients are part of that team as well. And so we've had the opportunity to do some great projects for people, but work with great people because it's a lot of stressful process for any homeowner to go through. And so uh, when they do the awards like Renovator of the Year, um, there's actually a polling that goes on of all of a company's clients. Oh, okay. Um, they, they basically look at the company as a whole. It's not just about pretty pictures. Um, it's about uh, where they are fiscally, what they do in the community, their active role, yeah, their fiscal, uh, their responsibility as far as being energy efficient, green initiatives within the company, not just in terms of helping their clients. So there's a lot that goes into that. So we're very proud of that particular award for sure. Interesting stuff. Now, uh, back in the day, uh, say 20 years ago, when people were doing more cosmetic than, than functional uh, renovations on their home, it used to be all about the kitchen and the bathroom. What are the priorities these days? It's often still about the kitchen and the bathroom. <laughs> that's uh, that's definitely the the number one place that people start. But things have expanded. People often are thinking of how can I open up the space to my kitchen, create more of an open floor sure. plan on yeah. an older home. Um, how can I add the outdoor space to my kitchen? How can I go outside and have a covered area? I mean, we're look, looking outside right now uh, where we're sitting, and it's raining outside. Yet people are wanting to enjoy the outdoors. They're wanting to sit outside, even maybe up right up until Christmas. They're wanting to have a barbecue. They're mm-hmm. wanting to have a fire pit. They want to have that extended floor plan outside. So 
the kitchen is still the center hub of where all the activity for the house takes place. Well, we, we promised we were going to open up our phone line, 604-280-9898, uh, as uh, we uh, talk to our guest, Graham Hugay from My House Design Build. Uh, and uh, Andrew, has already got, we've already got calls because we've got a renovator guy in the studio, Graham. It doesn't take long for people to go, okay, let's get some advice. And let's go to the phones right now and we'll start in, uh, in Richmond. Bob, hello and welcome. Hello. Yes. Yeah, I have a leaky uh, ensuite shower in my um, in my uh, ensuite uh, bathroom, and uh, the thing is, it looks like because uh, the plumber came in and they cut the ceiling. It looks like the base underneath is cracked near the drain, and I've been told that I got to replace the base. I got to replace the glass. I got to replace the door. Yikes! And, and I got to replace the marble uh, sheeting that's uh, you know that's on behind the. Um, well, actually, on the shower, but it's inside the shower. And I was wondering if I could get some kind of advice for you, from you and find out if you can do that kind of work. Yeah, unfortunately, it sounds like something that often happens is you've got to get everything out of there to be able to make sure that, first of all, that the pipes and so forth underneath the substrate are all sealed. And that's why someone's advising you that you need to remove the base and uh, take that whole shower out. So what seems like a very simple thing, and a lot of people might just, you know, put some caulking there, uh, that's a Band-Aid effect. So to do it right, yes, you need to take it out and rebuild that shower is probably what you need to do. And yes, that's one of the things that we do. You can uh, go to our website, My House Design Build, com, And uh, you can ask for one of us to come out and take a look at what you need to have done as far as your shower is concerned. Or if we can't do it, we'll refer you to someone within the Greater Vancouver Home Builders Association who can. All right, Bob, thanks very much for your call. And the website address, by the way, again, Bob and friends, is My House Design Build, one long word, myhousedesignbuild.com. It's a terrific website, lots of wonderful pictures, and all the contact points, the phone numbers, you can uh, send an email, request, whatever you'd like, Bob, to make an appointment. Is it expensive to sit down with one of your team members, Graham, to have a chat and find out what what we're up against here and what's it going to cost? Well, I encourage Bob to have the coffee pot on or a good cup of tea and uh, one of us will come over and to be able to look at what he's got uh, and what he needs to do and that's really what we do and when it comes to renovations the best thing is for us to come to someone's home see their space see what their ideas are and give them a consultation over a cup of coffee. Excellent. Okay, 604-280-9898. The phone lines are wide open to Graham Hugay from MyHouseDesignBuild.com with lots more coming right up after the news. And welcome back to Vancouver Consumers. Sterling Fox with you, joined in studio by Graham Hugay from My House Design Build. Now, where's the Where's the showroom in the office, Graham? Well, we have a head office in Surrey on Fraser Highway, and we also have a showroom in North Vancouver on Fell Avenue, right across from the North Shore Auto Mall. Oh, okay. So lots of opportunities for people to come to your premises and have a look around. But of course, the, as most consumers do these days, we start by poking around online. We go to the company website and have a look at what they're up to. And that is very influential in terms of whether we're going to do a follow-up and go to the office for a visit. you got a great website going on here. We did open the phone lines, uh, 604-280-9898. They remain open. We're talking renovations with Graham Hugay from My House Design Build Team. And uh, let's go back to the phones. Ligia is uh, on the line. Good afternoon and welcome. Hi. Hello there. Hello, Lydia. Hi, this is Lydia. Yes, go ahead, please. Uh, I'm a client of Graham. Oh, okay. And, uh, I was just calling in, uh, 
we had a whole home renovation done with them. And I have to say, Graham goes above and beyond in every situation, no matter what. And his dedication to quality is second to none. Well, thanks for sharing that. I know that in your project, we had lots of steps to your project. And uh, um, in fact, if you don't mind me sharing, one of the things we did... Now, when what we, part of town are we talking about here? We're out in the uh, Surrey area. Okay. And, uh, I, and for Lydia and her husband, we basically, first of all, talked about they had a suite that they wanted to make legal. And when you and I were just talking about how uh, people are looking for having a rental suite, for example. But a lot of people don't realize that they need to go through a process to make sure that they have a legal suite right. for safety and fire situations and so forth. So we went through that. And then you also mentioned kitchens and baths. Mm-hmm. And I think we did that for your family as well, didn't we? That's right. We did a we did an extension of our kitchen. Yeah. So I mean, and uh, and we've opened up that space uh, for them and their their kids as well as for their extended family and and guests. And um, really a pleasure to work with you and your family. And I think that uh, what was really exciting was when we were all finished, all the phases is uh, you and your kids stood out in the front lawn and got a picture in front of the job sign in your finished house. I thought that was really awesome. That's right. <laughs> but it was awesome. Thank you, Graham. Well, thanks for calling in this afternoon. We appreciate that. As uh, we go to Keenan next, uh, joining us, I assume, also from somewhere in Metro Vancouver. Hi, Keenan. Welcome. Hello, Sterling. It's uh, Keenan from uh, Surrey. Okay. Hi there, Keenan. Hi, Graham. Uh, just uh, want to uh, thank Graham. Uh, we are a uh, uh, a client of Graham and My House Design Build, uh, and we continue to be. I think uh, we've done three total phases uh, with Graham's or uh, team. So I think that's saying a lot. Well, that's certainly loyalty. There's no question about that part. What sort of work have they done for you, Keenan? Well, the first uh, project that they did was a complete rebuild of the entire first floor and the upper uh, hallway and uh, the um, uh, the laundry area. So it, it really was a complete uh, rebuild of the house, and they added also a, a beautiful outdoor space and really changed everything about the house. Uh, it's become our you know central family gathering place for for everybody. They really did a, a wonderful job. So they were able to take the, the plans that you had, the designs you had for your house, and, and deliver that, and then some. They added a few twists to the plot, so to speak, then. Exactly. It, it, and it uh, was a rather, you know, it, it, it was a little complicated, and, and we really uh, take our hats off to Graham and his team. They, they are a, a very much a team of experts, and I just want to say that uh, I, I made it a point to speak to everybody on the site, and they all care about the, the work. They all want to do the best quality job possible, and uh, uh, we're very uh, loyal to them because we trust them with our family home. Interesting stuff. Keenan, thanks very much for Thank taking you, the Keenan. time. Appreciate you calling in, and um, we're looking forward to doing Phase 3, which I think is going to be this spring. Yes. Very much so. 
Thanks, we're looking Kenan. Forward to it too. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. 604 280 9898. Got a renovation question. I want to go back to this, the little story you told about the fellow in Burnaby that you had to come to the rescue of. This we're was still a, in the middle of helping th- them rescue. Right. This is a guy <laughs> who decided he was going to put a suite in his basement, and so he did. But he didn't bother telling anybody. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden ended up with ultimately a stop work order from City Hall. So walk us through. Suppose now we're, we're, we've decided maybe we're not going to sell the house. Maybe we're not going to do anything dramatic. Maybe we'll put a few bucks into spiffing the joint up. So what do we need to do in terms of permits and, and licenses and, and all of that stuff? Because it's our house. If we're not going to alter the footprint of the house externally at all, we're working inside the original frame. Is, whose business is it other than ours in terms of what we do inside? Well, the first thing, you want to be aware of your liabilities. So almost every project, no matter how small, it's going to have probably some electrical work. It might even have some plumbing work, maybe even some gas, if you think about even changing a furnace and upgrading that. And all of those sub-tra- those small trades require permitted from a licensed contractor. And, so um, if you're going to rewire the basement for a suite... If you're, you're just going to put in some extra plugs even, even something small, okay. that requires a permit. And a lot of people don't realize your insurance on your home is also affected. If you read the fine print, most people's insurance says that if you ever did any of that work and there's ever a problem uh, and you didn't have a, a permit, it wasn't licensed to be done by a, by a licensed contractor, you often can find yourself in a position where your insurance is void. Wow. So you really have to watch that liability. So let's just assume now you know I need an electrical permit or I need a plumbing permit for this r- small renovation I'm doing. Well, the challenge is, is those small permits often will trigger a larger, what we call a building permit. Okay. And really, every job is different, every project. You might have a kitchen where you're just doing some cosmetic upgrades, and so perhaps you'll only need that electrical permit. But in most cases, people are looking to do something more. They're looking to maybe change the flow, uh, change, maybe remove a wall, yep. maybe they're looking to alter something internally. Maybe there's structure, maybe there isn't, but in most of the municipalities, it's also triggered by the value of that project. And this is for protection. This is for the protection of you and your home, but also a protection for your neighbors because of making sure things are done safely. Uh, There's no fires. uh, There's not going to be damage to any water lines, gas lines. I mean, there's many different reasons why we have a permit system in place. Interesting. Now, as long as we're talking about protection on Vancouver Consumer here, Graham Hugot, (laughs) let's, let's talk about how your company, My House, Design Build has been around. You've told us for over 20 years. You've won numerous awards, big time stuff. You're an upfront big time company. So that hiring uh, your team to come and do a project, as a couple of our callers have suggested, is a pretty good idea. But for a person just, you know, going to the yellow pages or the Google machine to find out somebody to help me do this, what do we look for when people come knocking on our door saying, I can do that? I, I've got a van and a pal. We, we can do that for you versus uh, a proper outfit. And, and I'm talking certification and licensing. Again, consumer protection, Graham. Exactly. And so when, when people call an electrician, would they ever hire an electrician who isn't licensed, who doesn't have insurance? I don't think so. I think everyone knows that an electrician, a plumber, a gas fitter, um, they're licensed trades. And we have a licensing program. They have to go through schooling. Um, there's things they have to prove. Uh, to have that license. And then in every municipality, 
municipality, they have to have their business license. They have to have their insurance registered. But in BC, a renovator doesn't have to have a license. Really? No. In fact, an electrician uh, does, a plumber does, yeah, exactly. Uh, a, 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 a construction contractor does. Uh, uh, for new homes only. Oh. So if you're if you are a new home builder and you're registered with the Home Protection Office, you have to be a licensed builder. Fair. But up until last year. A licensed builder didn't even have to prove an education where they'd actually gone through any educational process. They're now just rolling that out since last year that builders have to go through an educational process, which is wonderful. But when it comes to renovations, people are renovating homes to the extent of building basically a brand new home or, uh, or, or gutting that house and starting over, mm-hmm. yet they don't need to be licensed. And so in Washington state, many of the other states in the U.S., other provinces, there is a license for renovators in place, but BC doesn't have that. So how do we, again, how do we protect ourselves? Again, it's about reputation, I guess, as much as anything else, given the, the lack of requirement for licensing. It is. I mean, it's about checking references. It's about finding out uh, uh, some of the things, for example, trade associations are really important. So if somebody's a member of, for example, the Canadian Home Builders Association or our local chapter here is the Greater Vancouver Home Builders Association, they're able to check them out through that association. And that association does sort of a policing of, uh, of that industry and members. So that's huge. But one of the things that you can also look for is within the Canadian Home Builders Association, there is an accreditation program for builders and for renovators. In fact, that's the program that the BC Home Builders uh, or that uh, builders need to follow now when they're um, getting their builder's license. So you can be a accredited certified renovator mm-hmm. or a certified residential builder, which we both uh, in our company, we hold both designations right. or a master builder. And those are about a four year program. It's the equivalent of basically getting a bachelor's degree. And it covers all aspects of what being in business is about, not just being a contractor. Because you basically are running a large, you know, even if you're a one-person contractor um, and you have many sub-trades, you need to understand business. You understand uh, law in terms of uh, dealing with people's legalities. You need to understand the basics in accounting and so forth. It's sure. a business. And so uh, these accredited programs are available. And so you can check out both our website and other people's websites to find out, are they actually accredited, certified residential builder or certified renovator through the Canadian Home Builders Association? And you talked earlier, Graham, about the a lot of people's motivation for renovations these days is efficiency, energy efficiency. The house leaks like a sieve. We get to just tighten the whole thing up, plug all those holes. So you uh, you were talking about the certification that you have at My House Design Build, and one of them is Certified Build Green Builder. So uh, that would sort of play directly into the hands of those interested in energy efficiency, wouldn't it? Exactly. And there's other terms out in the marketplace like people who build homes that are net zero or passive homes. Um, Built Green is a certification program where as a company or as individuals, like members of our team, are certified as Built Green certified. They've gone through courses to understand building science um, and how a house functions uh, mechanically and how all of the different elements work together, as well as in today's market, what are some of the materials that are available that are more green, uh, more eco-friendly, leave less of a footprint in our world. So those are things that we're able to consult homeowners on in their homes, whether it's being more energy efficient or just picking materials that are more energy efficient in terms of the global planet. 
Interesting. Uh, is uh, We've had a lot of uh, people in, in this sort of business on the program in the last couple of years. Uh, lots of stories, sad ones, about the length of time it takes to get paperwork done by City Hall, whether it's Vancouver or Surrey or Burnaby or whatever. It's an arduous process. Is it getting any better? we got a whole bunch of new mayors and councils. Might it pick up? I am sure it'll be on all of their agendas at some point. But yes, it's, it is an arduous process, and so you need a professional to guide you through it. There's the first part, and that is you need the plans and the documentation to actually submit for sure, a permit. for an application, sure. And uh, so you need someone to guide you through what you're allowed to do and uh, and how to do that and how to present that to the city. And more and more of the cities are asking homeowners to get a professional to draw out and and lay things out, not just to hand-draw it themselves and bring it in. They don't do that anymore. Well, and that also would expedite, as best it can, the process because at least it's done the way they need to see it done. Exactly. And even as a professional company, we get our permit plans back from the uh, cities often with red marks and things that they want to add and change. And so it's a communication process. But you're asking about time. Every municipality is labored right now in terms of getting permits out in an expeditious um, manner. Vancouver is probably one of the the longest permit times, depending on the scope of work. Uh, We work our best with each of the municipalities and our relationships in making sure that we get our permits as quick as possible. All the more reason, though, to enlist the services of of an established professional company to get that done, get it all done the right way the first time, rather than calling you six months into the project going, help! This is crazy. Well, you know what? We take on a lot of projects for people. Some are small, some are medium, some are large. And it's an arduous project for a homeowner. You know, when you talk about um, living uh, through a renovation, some people have their renovation while they're staying in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, we try to counsel them through or guide them through that process too, because it can be very stressful. Um, Some of our clients do extensive renovations, and so we encourage them to move out of the house, and sometimes there's no choice. Sure. And uh, so, you know, the whole process as a team, we try and sit down with people and try to think in terms of if we were them, how would we want to be treated? Uh, How would we want to be walked through this process? All the information is at myhousedesignbuild.com, your very excellent website. Graham, you get thank you so much for coming in, and uh, nice to meet you. I appreciate the calls as well, and uh, let's do this again. This let's is, do this, this again, it's, it's, it's the season, and we're just getting started, and I'll bet you there's a lot more questions next time around. Sounds too. good. There's Graham Ugay, and the website again is myhousedesignbuild, all one word, myhousedesignbuild.com. Thanks, Graham. We're back after this. Oh, once again, our thanks to Graham Hugay from My House Design Build for a very informative visit. Thanks for your calls, too. Coming up after the news, Drs. Ron Zokel and Faraj Eder from BC Perio with lots more from the fast-moving world of dentistry. It's time now for Duly Noted. And this time, our producer, Ben Dooley, has a look at why ICBC rates were increased this week. Thanks, Sterling. This week, BC's Attorney General... David Eby announced increased financial penalties for excessive speeding, impaired driving, and distractive driving were coming into effect on November 1st. You're a reckless driver. You shouldn't be uh, driving out there. And if someone has a, a history of repeated uh, reckless driving violations, then they shouldn't be on the road. According to the provincial government, penalty amounts are going up by 20% for the following two programs. The driver risk premium is charged annually to drivers who are convicted of dangerous driving offenses, such as excessive speeding, 
two or more distracted driving violations, impaired driving convictions, roadside suspensions, or prohibitions. Drivers could pay for the same offense multiple times, as the DRP depends on a person's driving record in the last three years. And the driver penalty point premium is a penalty for collecting four or more points from traffic violations. The province says DRP and DPP are insurance penalties drivers must pay to ICBC in addition to the fine they must pay for the original violation. I'm Ben Dooley, and that's Dooley Noted. Thanks, Ben. Time for a couple more consumer quickies before the news. Good news for those who hate raking leaves this year from the nice people at the Nature Conservancy of Canada. Don't bother. It's actually better if you don't rake your leaves. Why? Well, they provide habitat for butterflies, moths, and different kinds of insects that can overwinter under the leaves. It's also good for frogs and toads. The insects that overwinter provide food for birds in the spring, they say. People can also help migrate and resident birds survive winter by not clearing up their gardens. Fruits and seeds that remain on flowers are, and shrubs are a crucial food source that can sustains many songbirds like goldfinches, jays, and chickadees. If you're worried about leaves clogging up the drains or creating other problems, then use a lawnmower to mulch them up into smaller pieces and then toss on a bit of fall fertilizer and walk away. Now, if you're a neat freak and love a manicured look of your lawn, then carry on and rake and blow and put them into bags in the city will take them away and compost it into tiny bits anyway just not near your place but if you don't want to rake the nature conservancy of canada says i don't have to the sports museum at the richmond oval says it's turning down the lights and turning up the music tonight for an adults only night featuring local craft beer cider and food the night at the museum bc ale tale trail edition grants guests access to the museum's regular sports and olympic themed exhibits and ticket price includes samples of all drinks and food five breweries from richmond surrey new west and delta will be offering their drinks there will also be Grub from Eastside Beer Food, Hopping Mad Cider, and Live Music. Tickets, 64 bucks, and it's tonight at the Richmond Oval. That's our first hour. Lots more ahead after the news to three on CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.